listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Hello everyone. I am your host Dr. Kavita Bhargav, gold medalist in psychology, a practicing clinical hypnotherapist and a trainer for clinical hypnotherapy. I'm back again with another topic, another chapter, class 12th. And this time the chapter is chapter number 5 of class 12th, the therapeutic approaches, part 1. In this episode we will deal with nature and process of psychotherapy therapeutic relationship and types of therapies questions that you can expect from this episode are explain the process of psychotherapy define the term psychotherapy explain its goals what are the different parameters on which psychotherapies are classified So without taking much of your time I would straight away jump to the most important chapter the therapeutic approaches So generally after I teach chapter number 4 I pick up this chapter chapter 5 because both of them are in relation with each other in chapter 4 we dealt with the psychological disorders while in this chapter we'll be talking about the therapeutic approaches like what all therapies does a therapist or a psychotherapist picks up for dealing with the disorders and for other issues So the first idea is the nature and process of psychotherapy. Psychotherapy involves a voluntary relationship between the client and the therapist. The goal of this treatment or the line of treatment is to change the faulty behaviors, reduce the sense of personal distress and help the client to adapt or adjust better with his or her environment. So what is a voluntary relationship let's understand this now a voluntary relationship is something which is given by a consent so there is a consent between the client and the therapist a client is someone who is seeking treatment the one who treats this client is called as the therapist in psychology we don't call patients as patients we call them either as individuals or clients most of the times they are referred to as clients simply because we don't believe in anyone having any kind of physical disorder or disease so a doctor may call a person with a disease as a patient we because the disease is there in the mind and we deal with that so we call the person as client and it looks more professional also you know not everyone is a patient the purpose of this voluntary relationship is to help the client to solve the psychological problem that is being faced by him the relationship is conducive for building the trust of the client so that 
a client opens up and shares the problem very easily so you know just like the doctors have the white coat the advocates have the black coat we the therapist or the psychologist have neither of the two yes some of the psychologists who are working in clinics or hospitals they may wear a white coat but most of us do not and especially a psycho- psychotherapist we do not so what is it that helps us or help the client in building the trust that is my dear friends one important thing and that is called the law of dominance how do we build dominance by the dressing sense by the knowledge that we have by the certifications a proper training under a proper trainer or a practical exposure the social media accounts that we maintain and the kind of work that we have the number one thing through which we can develop the trust between the client and the therapist is through our command on the subject if that is proper nothing can beat it so a therapeutic relationship has the most important factor which is called the trust if there is trust the healing happens quicker if there is no trust it is too difficult to treat any person now all psychotherapeutic approaches they have a following characteristic or you can call them as the features of psychotherapies what could be the features let's understand that now there is a systematic application of principles underlying the different theories of therapy so there are certain theories which we'll be discussing in the next few minutes so based upon that there is a structure which is followed in a therapy session psychotherapists are people who are properly trained under expert supervision not just like you've done your 12th or your masters and then you can call yourself as a psychotherapist no it involves more of practical exposure more of training you know otherwise it would be like you know as we say half knowledge is dangerous if you can't heal the person you should not injure the other person so proper training is required which is under a supervised trainer who is himself an experienced one so whenever you check for a therapist look for the qualifications and uh, the training part of this person and of course the experience and all once there is a good clientele of the person the clients may know the best the third is the therapeutic situation involves a therapist and a client who seeks or receives help for emotional problem this person is the focus of attention in the therapeutic process it's not like uh, you're going to a therapist and the therapist is discussing more of his personal issues with the client in this situation if the therapist starts discussing the personal issues with the client then the therapist himself becomes the client so be careful the therapist may give you certain examples from his life but most of the times the attention needs to be towards the client not towards anyone else the interaction that happens between the therapist and the client that results into a contract as in what exactly is the expectation of the client from this therapist accordingly the further sessions are aligned you know uh, this conversation that results in a consolidation or formation of a therapeutic relationship and that's majorly focuses upon the contract of the therapy so let's have the quick recap of the features of psychotherapies number 1 it is based upon some theories of therapies 
Number two, practically trained professional is required for psychotherapies. Presence of client who seeks help is another feature, important feature of psychotherapy. Without a client, there can be no psychotherapy. And the therapeutic relationship needs to be confidential, interpersonal and dynamic in approach. To understand this, we can refer to page 90 of your books and that suggests the goals of psychotherapies. Psychotherapies aim at a few goals. These are reinforcing clients' resolve for betterment. Reinforcing means being very sure about the betterment of the client. If you can deal with this client, perfect. If you cannot, please do the reference. Lessening emotional pressure. The client is already in emotional pressure, so he is looking forward to less of emotional pressure or minuscule part of it. Unfolding the potential for positive growth, like from, uh, you can say, demotivation or distress point of view, to flip it towards the motivation aspect or the positive point. Modifying the habits of the client, changing thinking patterns, increasing self-awareness and improving interpersonal relationships and communications. So there are seven goals of psychotherapies which I just mentioned above. In addition to the seven goals, there are three more which is like facilitating decision making, becoming aware of one's choices in life and relating to one's social environment in a more creative and self-aware manner. In a sense, psychotherapies or a psychotherapist help a person in building the insight. Insight is something, you know, how aware I am about myself or the people around me. If I am aware, I can be creative, I can be clear in my vision, I know where to go, what to do. When I know what to do, where to go, Definitely, there'll be less of stress in life and there's less of stresses there. Slowly and steadily, I become a balanced person. Now, understanding the therapeutic relationship. What is a therapeutic relationship? This is a special kind of relationship between the client and the therapist. It is neither a passing acquaintance nor a permanent or lasting relationship. So, you can't say that a therapist is your a near and dear one who would be there for the entire lifetime? No, it is time bound, it is contract bound. Once the contract is formed, it is worked through and after it is worked through, it is reached, then the termination of the relationship happens. It is not as if you there is an aunt agony that you found and every time you are in a trouble or in a pain situation, you can easily approach this person. No. The therapist is a professional in field, so you need to respect the boundaries. There is a protocol that all the therapists follow. It's not like they are 24-7 available. Many therapists are available, but ideally it is not suggested because a client needs self-development, self-empowerment and self-growth. It's like the therapist shows the direction, but the client has to walk on it. So it is professional setup entirely. So you can't Treat a therapist as your very near and dear one. Every time you have an issue, you can go directly to the therapist without even following the protocol that is set by the therapist. So there are two major components to the therapeutic alliance. As I mentioned earlier also, the first one is the contractual nature of the relationship in which two willing individuals, that is the client and a therapist, they enter into a partnership. And this partnership is aimed to help the client overcome his or her problems. 
the second component of therapeutic alliance is the limited duration of therapy as i mentioned earlier the alliance lasts until the therapist becomes able to deal with his or her problems or take charge of his life and there are certain unique properties into this therapeutic relationship what are these properties a high level of trust unconditional positive regard empathy the warmth the genuineness of the client and the therapist involved so if i sum it up special relationship between client and therapist components are contractual partnership once the contract is over the relationship is over duration is limited you cannot have the support for the entire lifetime and the properties are trust and confidence atmosphere of trust is provided to the person unconditional positive regard you know no matter whatever you say whoever you are the therapist accepts you the way you are and gives you unconditional acceptance even if for that matter if you are a gay or a lesbian or if you are a murderer of course for the murder thing then we have to breach the confidentiality as per the norms of psychology but yet again if you've done any mistake in your life this therapist is the person is the go to person you can easily approach the therapist who would accept you with open arms not like physically but yes by giving unconditional positive acceptance to you the client needs healing upon certain issues certain situation the therapist steps into the shoes of the client and sees where it pinches which is called empathy so it is empathy that gives healing maximum healing to the client if the therapist is unable to understand what exactly is the client going through you cannot become a very good therapist confidentiality is the utmost clause that needs to be maintained we do not breach the confidentiality of a person even if we have to discuss the cases we discuss the cases without naming the person so the name remains hidden and the confidentiality is maintained so even if you know there is a child who is like above 8 years of age 11 years of age he comes and talks certain things then the therapist is supposed to maintain the confidentiality he would not be discussing the situations exactly with the parents but yes he would take permissions first from the client from this child if the child says okay you can discuss my situation with the parents then only therapist in his paraphrasing can discuss the situation with the parents when all do we breach the confidentiality of the client especially when there is a law or the court which has certain summons or second when the person is a dangerous person dangerous to either himself or to others around in these situations we have to definitely break the confidentiality of the person otherwise we do not so be very clear about the confidentiality aspect if you are a therapist and listening to me there is a shared confidentiality aspect where the client gives permission to the therapist to share his case with others be it parents or be it with seniors in that situation also if it is a discussion with the seniors the name of the person is hidden professionalism there is a professionalism element of professionalism present in these therapies a therapist a good therapist can be friendly to you but he cannot be your friend that's where the line is and it's a very thin line between the two so remember to maintain those boundaries so many a times um, the question upon empathy comes so what is empathy so let's understand it once again in detail so when a client comes to you you can analyze the client by 
two things the intellectual understanding or have the same feeling which the client is feeling okay intellectual is cold it is sympathy when the person is crying you just put your hand on your shoulder and stop crying baby it's oh i understand it's okay don't cry that's sympathy okay while empathy is when you genuinely understand the plight of the other person when you feel what the other person is feeling exactly it doesn't mean that you have to feel that pain and start crying on your own no connect with the client on the feeling level that's what empathy means it means understanding things from the other person's perspective that is putting oneself in the sh- shoes of the other person if you are empathetic then that enriches the therapeutic relationship and that transformed it into a healing kind of relationship it's not like a doctor patient relationship but more of a you know person oriented or client oriented relationship which is like based upon the feeling part of it coming to the types of therapies so let's understand the types of therapies though all the psychotherapies aim at removing human distress and fostering effective behavior they differ greatly in concepts methods and techniques so there are three broad classifications of psychotherapies number 1 the psychodynamic therapies two behavioral therapies and three existential therapies so let's understand where exactly is the differentiation so the classification is based upon certain parameters so these parameters in your books are mentioned in the form of certain questions questions like what is the cause which has led to the problem how did the cause come into existence what is the chief method of treatment what is the nature of therapeutic relationship between the client and the therapist what is the chief benefit to the client and what is the duration of treatment so these are uh, the important six important questions based upon which the parameters these are called the parameters of psychotherapy the psychotherapies are classified based upon these parameters i am explaining this to you i mean um, in your books it is like one after the other i'll take it up in a tabular format that's my specialization and that's where i am if at the one side one end i write one first column i write the parameters the second psychodynamic approach the third column forms the behavioral approach and the fourth one says existential then the first parameter is the cause of the problem the psychodynamic approaches psychodynamic therapies the cause is the intrapsychic conflicts what is the intrapsychic conflict conflict between the conscious and the subconscious or the id ego and super ego as you've learned from the previous chapters also id is something which is innate which is like a ziddi bachcha super ego is the moral base so id works upon the desire aspect super ego forms the moral base you should do this you should not do that this is right this is wrong the righteousness part and the bridge between the two id and super ego is called the ego ego works upon the reality principle so whenever there is a 
conflict between these three aspect of yours then the disorders may happen and the therapies that work upon the intrapsychic conflict the causes of the intrapsychic conflict are called as psychodynamic therapies while the behavioral therapy works upon the faulty learning how do we learn by imitating others or by reinforcements more in detail after this episode i'll be talking about all these three therapies in detail in the next episode so behavioral therapy says that whenever there is a faulty learning that has happened then abnormal behavior is formed existential therapies say that the cause of the problem lies in the meaningless life and the existence of a person if there is no meaning of existence you know what am i doing on earth the person doesn't understand that okay the second parameter is how did the cause happen psychodynamic approaches they state that the cause happened because of the unfulfilled desires and unresolved conflicts of childhood for example as a child i wanted a toy from my parents and they could not afford it of course at that time i did not understand but the child in me now feels that my parents do not love me so they are not giving the toy to me they are not buying it for me so that's an inner conflict or unfulfilled desired unresolved conflict of the childhood later on it may develop as psychological disorder the behavioral therapies believe that the faulty conditioning learning thinking beliefs they lead to the faulty behaviors so that is where the cause happened according to behavioral therapies the existential therapies they say that present feelings of loneliness alienation alienation means remaining aloof isolation meaningless life all this leads to meaningless existence in life so that is the cause that happens according to existential path now the third parameter is treatment method how do we treat as we are aware psychodynamic approaches were the ones initiated by freud freud worked with free association and dream analysis that's the major treatment method according to psychodynamic approach behavioral therapists they believe in identification of the problem and then altering the learning pattern and the maximum therapy they use is cognitive behavior therapy cbt existential therapists they work with client centered therapy where they give unconditional positive regard to a person the nature of therapeutic relationship the psychodynamic therapist is more of an interpreter for the person so interprets like dream analysis the person would state the dream uh, and the therapist would analyze the dream for this person of course hypnotherapy differs onto this aspect because freud stated that there are certain four five meaning to a dream a particular dream as per his vocab whatever he could find out in hypnotherapy it is like the dream carries a metaphor and a metaphor is a different for each person so no one can interpret a dream for you it's only you and you who have to interpret it decode the dream the dream for yourself while a therapist or a clinical hypnotherapist 
simply facilitates you in interpreting or analyzing that dream for your own self like for example a snake may mean shiva to someone animal to someone else fear to someone else it may also represent sadguru to someone else so each one carries a different association with each word so all the dreams that you see carries a metaphor hypnotherapy explains it beautifully so we teach the same in clinical hypnotherapy maybe once you finish your 12th you can opt for it and understand that it's deeper than the psychodynamic approach so here the therapist is majorly an interpreter for the person while in behavior therapy the therapist is interpreter and also a teacher to the person do this do that and then reward and punishments follow existential therapist the therapist is a facilitator he guides you he doesn't instruct you he guides you okay facilitates you he listens to you and then builds upon your words and then slightly gives a direction the chief benefit to the client is the next parameter in psychodynamic therapies the client gains emotional insight into the problem whatever is the presenting problem the client understands how is he exactly feeling emotionally so that is the emotional insight part of the psychodynamic therapist the behavioral therapists say that the chief benefit to the client is that the client learns adaptive or healthy behavior as well as learns to manage the thoughts another beautiful approach is cbt so the conscious mind majorly you know it responds quickly with cognitive behavior therapy in existential the benefit of the client is the personal growth the growth like the self actualization finding the meaning or what would be the next step in his life that's existential one the next and the last parameter is the duration of treatment psychodynamic therapies they take the classical ones take several years so there is a, a study which says that 600 sessions and some 38% recovery the recent uh, psychodynamic approach takes some 10 to 15 sessions only behavioral therapies need few months and existential therapies also require few months you would be surprised to know that american health magazine they did a comparative study where it was found that the psychoanalysis therapies or the psychodynamic therapies they showed 38% recovery after 600 sessions the behavioral therapies gave 72% recovery after 22 sessions while hypnotherapy gave 93% recovery after just 6 sessions the beauty lies in hypnotherapy minimum session maximum work so that was all about the episode 1 of chapter 5 in this episode we focused upon nature and process of psychotherapy therapeutic relationship and the types of therapies a quick recap psychotherapy i'm just giving the keywords here 
So th- psychotherapy involves voluntary relationship between a client and the therapist. The goal is to change faulty behaviors, reduce the sense of personal distress and help the client to adapt or adjust better with, with his or her environment. Features of psychotherapy are it is based upon certain therapies. Practically trained professional is required, not just the one who is apt into theory part of it because there lies a huge gap between the theory and the practice. So that gap needs to be built. Presence of a client who seeks help. Therapeutic relationship is confidential, interpersonal and dynamic in its approach. Therapeutic relationship is a special relationship between client and therapist. Components are contractual partnership. There is a contract. Once that contract is met, then the therapies dissolve. Duration is limited. Properties are trust and confidence, atmosphere of trust, unconditional positive regard, empathy that leads to healing, confidentiality and professionalism. The types of therapies that we discussed based upon the six parameters are psychodynamic, behavioral and existential therapies. The dimensions or the parameters onto which we discuss them are cause of the problem, how did the cause happen, Treatment method, the nature of therapeutic relationship, chief benefit to the client and last duration of treatment. So thank you for listening to me, being with me and for also waiting eagerly for the Wednesdays. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. You can also follow me on my Facebook group where we have more of activities. The link for the group is provided in the description of this episode. Also follow me on Instagram. YouTube also has certain webinars of mine which you can just watch them and move ahead in life with certain healing part of it. So I'll see you next Wednesday. Happy healing. Happy learning. Sayonara. Sayonara.